Welcome to Unlawyerly, where we talk about life, the pursuit of happiness, and some law. This is Ramin. It's time to get unlawyerly. I've had this struggle with dunya versus akhra. Now, before I go a little bit more into it, I guess I should take a step back. For those of you who are listening, and perhaps you uh, may not have an Arabic background, dunya means the world that we currently live in. I look at it more as the the material world. Um, you know, things related to possession, status, title, wealth. And akhira means the afterlife. Uh, you know, things that, especially those people who follow a particular religion, if you want to look at it, me, myself, I'm, I'm a Muslim. And we believe that this world that we live in currently is not the only world. Uh, there is life after this world. So once we die, it doesn't end there. Yeah, we're, we're asleep, if you want to look at it that way, for a certain period of time. But then there's a day where, we're all, where we are all called to account for the things that we have done in, in this world, the dunya. You know. And the, the akhira is supposed to be seen as the, the eternal um, forever, indefinite. And so there's there's a, a great heaviness that, that comes with it. And it's not necessarily anything that is uh, to be seen from a negative uh, perspective, the heaviness of it. It is something that is, for a lot of us, forward-looking, uh, especially when you know we have faith that what we're doing or what we're trying to do, striving toward, is uh, accumulating or, or doing good deeds in this world so that it does count for us when our our books are given to us, where all of our deeds are written in the scales of our good deeds outweigh the bad ones, so to speak. So just a very basic primer on what I mean by dunya and akhira. But for me, I've, I've struggled for the longest time between these two concepts. I mean, anybody who uh, speaks with my wife can tell you the, the struggle that I've had. And I do see it as a struggle. So, again, let me take a few steps back. For those of us who uh, have an immigrant background or a background where we came in as refugees or we are not necessarily the first generation uh, born in, in the Western world, i.e. In, in the United States, for those of you who are listening from the U.S., there is the sense of uh, needing to uh, rebuild, rebuild our lives. And I've spoken about this before. For those of us who come from this background, a lot of our families look at it in the sense that those of us who you know went to school here, got an education, it's best to attain the level of education where you not only get your bachelor's, you go get your master's, or you get your doctorate, and you fall into one of the three professions of either a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer, something that not only has title and status associated with it, but financial stability. So those of us who come from that background, we do realize the the importance of it. And it's not necessarily that our our parents are, are always putting pressure on us, but we ourselves see and have seen the struggle that our parents went through with you know coming to another country, giving up everything that they had to for the reasons of safety, security, or uh, building a better life for uh, the kids, kids being us. And so with us growing up, with me growing up, it was always that idea and thought that, you know, 
do well in this world. You have opportunities here. You know, parents made a lot of sacrifices, and so you should do well. And part of that doing well is equated with, of course, the material wealth of the dunya. For me, growing up,、uh, you know, I've always been goal driven. I've always been the type that. You know, set your mind to something and accomplish it. And praise be to God that 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 has been the case. But one thing I started realizing, especially as I got older, was I had this inner struggle. And this inner struggle was、uh, focused on one element: the grasping of the things of this material world, this dunya. You know, as I attained a higher level of education,、uh, my careers changed. I attained,、uh, you know, more prestigious titles,、uh, became a lawyer, started my own business, a professor, etc. You know, you move up the ranks of of society, and of course, part of that comes with it. You know, your your salary and in- increases, your pay increases,、uh, and so forth and so on, and, and rightfully so. You're putting a lot of time and effort into,、uh, you know, your education or your career, and you know, you 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 would expect to get more money out of it,、uh, if, if nothing else. And I will say this: there there is nothing wrong with, you know, wanting the best of. This world of this dunya, and even within my own faith, for those of us who have either you know have, have made umrah, one of the things,、uh, the sayings when you're making your tawaf, you're making the、um, circling around the the Kaaba, is one of the duas of the Prophet, which he would say, "Rabna atna fadunya asnata flaqrat asna qanada banar," which basically translates to you know give us the best of this world and the afterlife and save us from the Punishment of the fire, and and so that in itself shows that there's nothing wrong with attaining the best of what this world has to give us, and so that's what I did. I, I went and sought after the best of what this world had、uh, was able to provide. But where I started to see my struggle was when I started realizing that more of my time and commitment was focused more and more more. On the dunya, on the the material side, on the on the title, the prestige, and I, I've always been、uh, a person of faith. My faith has gone through, of course, of course, twists and turns, and has never been a linear path. And rightfully so, it shouldn't, because a linear path, in my view, while it is the best path to be on, if you can, we as human beings. We're, we're not made to be like that. We're not angels, so to speak. And so, each time that I've made a twist and turn in, in my path toward my faith, it's it's praise be to God made me stronger. But as I've started learning more about my faith, and as I've gotten older, my struggle with the dunya has been the the many traps that are set forth before us. And and the the thing is that the traps that are set forth. Are not seen as traps. They're they're not seen as pitfalls. They're not seen as you know. You look down a hole and you see the abyss. They're things that are beautiful. They're things that we as human beings want. You know whether whether it's from the material side where it is related to the material side where it's related to you know wanting、uh, to advance in your career,、uh, to wanting you know the nice things, the nice clothes, wanting to buy things for your spouse, your kids, you know your family,、uh, moving up the ranks of the corporate ladder if you're over there,、um, starting a business and, and doing well. 
And so those things uh, will, of course, uh, come through the progression of time. And uh, of course, like I said, nothing wrong with it. But when you start putting more and more time and effort into it, it starts to, in my opinion, take away from the other thing, which is the ahra, thinking about your your afterlife. And of course, providing for your family, providing for yourself, doing good for the community, using the skills and knowledge that you have through the education that you've been able to attain uh, to better the, the world counts toward your ahra. But I think it's always important to look back to your intentions and, and ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is my purpose? How is this helping to contribute? Now, every one of us, we have 24 hours in a day, and I've mentioned this before. You can only split that in so many different ways. 24 hours for yourself, for your family, for your work, um, for, for sleeping, for eating, whatever it may be that you split up your time. Everyone has 24 hours of the, of the day. And what I started to realize with myself is that more and more of my time was subconsciously, because I, I it became a habit, being attributed to the dunya, being attributed to this world. And so I started to have more and more of the struggle. Do I want to continue being in a particular profession where I was making a lot of money? Do I want to completely pull uh, away from it and you know do things where I'm helping more of the community? And now when I was working in, in big law, one of the things that I did a lot of was pro bono work, the pro bono work that the firms offered. And for me, I looked at it as a way as being able to give back while also, you know, being able to make a good amount of money with the other things that I was doing on the energy law side. But as the struggle strengthened, I started having more conversations conversations with, with my wife. And so she would say, you know, why can't you have both? Why can't you have, you know, both the dunya and the ahura? And it's easier said than uh, said than done, uh, at least the way that I felt it. It was very difficult because I felt that more and more of me, my attention, my time, effort, and focus was being put into the material side of things. And it's not necessarily that I was I was buying a lot of things or upgrading constantly, but it was more and more just this this want and accumulation of you know where am I going to go you know. Uh, what type of status am I going to be able to attain in my career? Uh, you know, where is, is all of that going to come to it? And so I found it to be a struggle because I felt that spiritually I was in a state of decline. Spiritually, I wasn't growing the way that I, I wanted to grow. And I do understand that there are people out there who uh, are able to balance it. And I think I'm starting to figure out how they're able to balance it or able to achieve both of it. But I reached a point where I, I was in the crossroads of my life and I realized that I can't keep juggling or thinking that I'm able to balance the dunya and the ahra because I, was, I felt like I was being more and more consumed by the dunya, by this world. And for those of you who, who follow Sheikh Hamza Yusuf, you know, we are in the lowest state in this dunya. This dunya represents the lowest state. And the only direction for us to go, uh, if we do it consciously, is to go up. And again, for those of you who've listened to me, this is by any means not placing judgment on anyone, not boasting about where I'm at or what I'm doing or what decisions I have made. I believe with every person, their decision is their own decision. And at the end of the day, it's between you and your maker. 
when we are on the day of judgment, we are going to be before our maker and nobody else is going to answer for us except us. And so whatever decisions we make, whatever choices we make, whatever we do, the only person that's going to answer it is us. And God is going to be the judge and he's the best of judges. But it got to a point where I realized that I was at a crossroads and I had to make a choice. And so I decided that for me, I was going to focus more on the Akhara. I was going to focus more on the afterlife. I was going to focus more on doing the things that was going to count for me uh, as good deeds, focusing more on my kids, on, on helping them grow, on helping them learn about Islam. I was going to go back to learning to properly recite uh, the Quran because I, I was self-taught. I taught myself. I know there was a lot of rules that uh, I wasn't necessarily following because I did not know about it. And so, you know, I just realized that I needed to move myself away from the the traps of the dunya. And it's a work in progress. Uh, it's not that I, I made that decision and I just moved forward and moved up and that was the end of it. Every day is a work in progress and I take some steps back and I make a step forward. I take many steps back and I take one step forward. But it is a forward moving progress. And that that thing that I'm starting to realize is that the more and more that I focus on the afterlife, the Akhra, God is going to place the dunya, this life, he's going to set it in order. He's going to give me everything that I need. My risk is guaranteed in this world. But I've realized the more and more that I focus on my afterlife, on doing those things that's going to set me up for that, the dunya, this life is going to be placed the way that it needs to be, and I will be okay. God's always looked out for me and my family, and he will. And the things that I'm doing is not necessarily going to guarantee that my Akhira said, at the end of the day, that's going to be through the, the mercy of, of God. But at least I have realized that in that struggle, I had to, at the end of the day, make a choice. And the choice that I made is taking a very calculated risk, if you want to look at it that way, but I focused more on the Akhra because I've realized that for me and my faith and my religion and at least what I know, that is going to be eternal. That is going to be forever. And the life of this dunya is very temporary. If we are able to reach 70, 80 years old, that's a blessing. Most of us won't. I don't know if I will. And so I've always looked at it from that perspective. Let me do whatever I can with the limited time that I have. Again, anything that I said in this uh Unlawyerly moment. It's not meant to judge. It's not meant to uh, look at, look down on anybody. But just sharing my struggle with dunya and akhara. Talk next time. As always, I appreciate you and thank you for listening to Unlawyerly. My name is Ramin Muhammad. You can catch me on Instagram at unlawyerly with Ramin, unlawyerly.com on our website. Of course, please feel free to subscribe to our YouTube. That's it for today. My name is Ramin again, and it's been unlawyerly. Thank you.